Welcome to the Pasho Perspective, a place where I share my perspective on everything in the space between life and death. I am your host, Pasho. Well, my Pachos Chachos, today we have a very interesting subject at hand. We are going to be talking about sperm counts. That's right. I was listening to the Michael Knowles show a couple days ago, and he brought on a news reporter, Cabot Phillips, and Cabot had found some very interesting information from a meta-analysis regarding global sperm counts. And the findings were that since the 1970s, uh, sperm counts have gone down 52%. And it has been a steady decline since the 1970s. Uh, The study ended in 2019, and then they did all of the the data analysis and everything and published, uh, I think, a couple of months ago in November, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So what does that mean? Well, normally we measure sperm, if you didn't know, in milliliters. And so the average uh, in the 1970s was around 104 million sperm per milliliter. And today, or at least in 2019, uh, although the trend has been steady, so it's probably even lower, uh, the average amount of sperm now is 49 million. So that's 104 down to 49. So why does that matter? Well, um, first of all, there's low fertility right? The chances of getting pregnant when you have low sperm counts becomes much more difficult to achieve. And so if you are a man like I am, and you know what that means, uh, you want a family, you want kids. And so if you're a younger man where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the Lord is done with uh, giving me children. I think three is wonderful and maddening and definitely uh, a challenge for me. So I'm being stretched. Hopefully I don't have to get stretched anymore. Although if I do, I will absolutely embrace it because children are gifts. That is the, the true wealth of a person is the size of their family that they leave behind. Uh, but anyway, Um, low fertility means, you know, less of a chance to get pregnant. And I mean, believe me, my wife and I, I mean, we had a couple of instances where, you know, it took longer than I had anticipated. I don't know what expectations my wife had, but my expectations were we got married and boom on the honeymoon. Cause you know, I was like 32 by the time I got married, I was hoping by the honeymoon, she was pregnant. And nine months later I would have a baby you know, maybe twins, like instant family. And then, you know, I was trying to go for Irish twins. I wanted to have two kids in the same, you know, kind of calendar year, as it were, from one being born and then nine months immediately afterwards. Uh, But that's not how it worked out. That's not what happened. It took quite a bit, um, you know, to get a little personal. We had a couple of instances where it didn't hold, it didn't work out. And so, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was very saddening for me uh, and I'm sure for my wife as well, you know, because we were excited and, you know, the first time uh, when we got a positive pregnancy test, you know, we told everybody immediately. And then after losing that child, we 
we got pregnant again and the pregnancy test was positive. And this time we waited three months uh, before telling anybody, you know, except our immediate family because we were excited, but we didn't want to share the news and then have that disappointment come again. And it really hurt. Uh, I'm still hurt by it, honestly. Um, but anyway, you know, that was my goal. I, I wanted to have a, a big family fast because I was already so old, which is actually my second point as to why this is important. We are already having fewer kids than we had before. Uh, I believe this is the first time in U.S. history where the average is less than two children per household. Uh, it's always been, you know, uh, much more than that. But now we're under two kids because uh, we're having smaller families. We're, we're waiting more in life. We unfortunately have our priorities all screwed up where we value, you know, our profession and what we do more than, you know, the purpose of our species. And I mean, the reason we're all here is because our families valued our lives and brought us into this world. I mean, and thank God for that, because otherwise we wouldn't be experiencing this life. But because we are waiting so long, I mean, think about that. You, If, if you're a woman and you're waiting until your late 20s or possibly 30s, you're not going to be having a lot of kids, you know, because there's a a chance because of the low sperm count, no, no fault of the woman, but of the man that it, it's not, you know, it may not swim all the way. It may not make it. It may not make a connection. You may not have enough, you know, you got to play the numbers game kind of thing going. And, you know, so the fact that we're waiting to get married and then waiting to have children. And now when we want to have our children, compound that with the low sperm counts and that ability, the percentage of getting pregnant becomes that much more riskier. You know, and and then you find out, you know, and most people, we're not, you know, most men, we're not going to sperm uh I don't know, what would you call it? Sperm centers, right? I guess. And, and getting our sperms counted. I mean, you know, maybe if you're having problems getting pregnant, you, you know, will do that to make sure, you know, is it me or, you know, maybe it's the eggs or a combination of both. I mean, who knows? There's a lot of complications that happen in life. I mean, life is not fair. Not everybody can have a child uh, and not everybody gets to. And no, I'm sorry, douchebags from New York, you don't have a right to have children. And I, for one, will not pay my tax money to help you get one. All right. Sorry about your luck, but that's not the way life works. You know, some people have sex and some people go their whole life wanting sex and they just don't get it. And is that fair? No, it's not. But there's no right to it. And there certainly isn't a right to a child, especially if you are not in a relationship that has a man and a woman. All right. You can't buy a bicycle and get all pissed off that it doesn't go on water. OK, you can't do that. You can't put a plug in a plug or a socket in a socket together and complain that you're not getting any light out of the lamp. You can't do that. So a man and a woman, right, an actual marriage and a man and a woman and child, a real family, right, is important. And despite all of these ridiculous claims that we have overpopulation and that the world can't take as many people as we have, that's all nonsense. I mean, do your own research, but that is trash. Okay. We have more than enough space, more than enough undeveloped 
uh, land that we can move in, into. And, you know, we can certainly consolidate the cities that we have because man is an adaptable animal and we can knock down houses and build up condominiums or apartments. I mean, you know, when you have to, we have to adjust and adapt and evolve, right? And thank goodness we are that type of species. So, you know, that's really the danger. You know, everybody who dreams of having a child, if you wait, it might be too late. And also on top of that, if you wait and then, you know, you find out that you have low sperm count, I mean, you might, you might have waited too long. And that opportunity, that window might close because you can't do anything about it by that point. But there are some things to be done. I don't, I'm not here to be uh, Debbie Downer or some kind of naysayer. There are certainly things that we can do to turn the trend. But, you know, I want you guys to really think about how this is affecting our society, this whole mentality of relationships, of prioritizing what we do to make some other rich person richer so that we can collect a paycheck from nine to five. Like that is not why we are here. That was not the intention that God put us here. You know, your life should not be defined by what you did because then when retirement comes, what are you going to define your life by then? You know, are you going to get another job? There's more to it. We are put on this planet, like all other animals, to continue our species, to pass along the traditions of having babies, of falling in love, of creating an actual family, and then teaching your kids how to do that and so on and so forth. So if you want to have a family, my advice to you, one, is do it sooner. I wish I were younger so I had more energy for my kids. You know, and that's not to say that, you know, I'm a big, fat, dusty, crusty old person who can't do anything because I do play with my kids. You know, we did baseball. I hope to do other things like golf and maybe tennis, you know, bowling and stuff like that. But we have to be active. All right. Overweight people, people who suffer from obesity have very low sperm counts. They don't move a lot. And because they don't move a lot, they also are not receiving vitamin D from the sun. That's very important. You know, that and if you don't want your children to come out yellow with jaundice like all of my children did, you know, go out there and walk and get some of that sun, get some of that fresh air. Stop smoking and drinking. Cigarettes are the devil. I doubt, I doubt marijuana is any better when it comes to sperm counts. I think I've read somewhere a few years ago that it does decrease the amount of sperm that you have. You know, drinking does the same thing and it also makes you inactive. Um, and then our diets too. Things like seed oils. If you're a guy, you need to stop that right now. All right. And even if you're a woman, you should stop. Those things are cancer producing. Uh, if you're using plastics, especially like in microwaves where the plastic can seep into the food, you know, and if it's not BPA free, that becomes very dangerous. And I even recall Cabot Phillips mentioning something about, um, you know, using glass instead, because glass doesn't have anything uh, that seeps into your food and then poisons you. So that's what we need to do, guys. We, we need to stop shooting these blanks. We need to start prioritizing our family. And by prioritizing our family, that means that we need to also move ourselves up a little bit more. We need to start caring about the way we eat, you know, and make sure that we are getting the vitamins and nutrients necessary. Uh, and, and, and to be careful, you know, especially women when you're pregnant of what you are ingesting, uh, Cabot Phillips somewhere in the Michael Knowles show said something that, uh, you know, a woman, when she's pregnant with a boy, if she takes, 
uh, like heart medication, like acetaphetamine, that actually will reduce by 17 to 14% the size of your child's penis. Don't mess with your kid's schlongstucker, right? I mean, shower or grower, you know, it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, we all know the truth. All right. It's like you tell a girl who gets married on a day where it rains, that rain is good luck because what else are you going to say? Right. And so take care of yourself. Right. Don't don't be seduced by society into eating processed potato chips and soda drinks with all of those chemicals in it. Right. We need to start drinking natural stuff, teas, water laminades, you know, things that are natural. Uh, we need things that are not plastic. We need to get away from the BPA stuff. Um, as I mentioned, seed oils, uh, cigarettes, drugs in general, drinking, you know, and, and excessive drinking and smoking. I mean, obviously, I don't think one or two a day or, or being social once or twice a week is going to really affect you, become such a detriment. But for those of you who are routinely smoking and drinking and you want a family and you haven't started yet, you know, those are some things that you need to delay. Not that you have to quit, although maybe that would be the best thing for you in your relationship, but, you know, put it on pause. You know, if family is really important, make that number one priority. And when you do have your child and like I suggest, uh, three months, you know, into the pregnancy to make sure that everything holds and, and hopefully God willing that your baby is healthy first off and and happy, then, you know, then I guess if, if you feel like you need to go back to those things, then, you know, I suppose you can always take them up again. But I want the United States to be rich in family because family is the building block that prevents socialism from entering our home. Family reminds people that they can overcome anything because they have each other. Family reminds us of our relationship that we should also be building with our Lord. And when you have him, who can be against you? You know, all things are possible through Jesus Christ. And so put your faith in him like I did when I was going through these tough times with my wife prior to being blessed with our three beautiful children. Build a conversation with your father. Start praying. Start talking to him. Let your Lord know what you want. Now, I doubt this had anything to do with it, although maybe it did, but you should know me already. In times of desperation, I am known uh, to make an ultimatum here or there, one or two. And so I had prayed to my God above that if he would bless me with my children, that I promised, and I have been fulfilling this promise uh, faithfully so far, and, and I hope to do it for the rest of my life because it is a good thing. But I promised my father that I would bring my children to him. If he would give me children, I would make sure that they were his and that they were baptized and that they received communion and that they always know of his love and his balm and his mercy and his grace. 
And I mean, I don't think that's why God has given me such a fantastic family because I said that I would give him my children, but that's what I believe. I believe my father wants us to go to him. And when I humbled myself and said, you know, that you are the way and I will raise my children in that path. I don't know. Why wouldn't it make my father happy? Why wouldn't he then want to bless me with a family that will draw ever nearer to him with our love? So anyway, that's the end of the podcast. I thought it was something very concerning. Hopefully you find it important as well. 52% is a huge drop. And I really believe we can turn things around. I really believe that just like we did in the old days, we will start having large families again because we will realize that really that is the true wealth. You know, you can have actual wealth and be single and have fun dying alone with no one holding your hand. But I at least know that on my deathbed, when my father comes to take me, I'm going to have my wife and I'm going to have some pretty fantastic children by my side to guide me home. Thanks for listening to me, Pachos Chachos. As always, Pachos Chachos for life. See you next week. God bless. God bless.